0: Hello and welcome to episode 57, part 2 of Pay-Per-View, where I review the papers and big headlines over the week and place events and headlines in the true context in the weekly podcast. Pay-Per-View, now available on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts and Player FM. And the first subject is Brexit. Kind of political correctness as well. This is in the Independent. Channel 4 apologises after Jon Snow says he has never seen so many white people at pro-Brexit rally. Channel 4 News said it regrets any offence caused after presenter John Snow said he had never seen so many white people in one place, as he reported on pro-Brexit protests. The 71-year-old broadcaster made the remark as he described the scene near Downing Street where crowds of Leave supporters had gathered on Friday night to protest the delay to Brexit. Speaking live for Channel 4 News from Parliament Square, he said, We've just got these pictures in, which were taken nearby. Police are now wearing riot gear. Police dogs are patrolling. The moon has changed. We cannot confirm whether any arrests have been made. And it's been the most extraordinary day, a day which is seen. I've never seen so many white people in one place. He added, it's an extraordinary story. There are people everywhere. There are crowds everywhere. Mr. Snow faced a backlash online after clips of his comments on the live news program were circulating on social media. One person wrote, At John Snow C4, can you please explain your need to proclaim you've never seen so many white people in one place? Broadcaster and journalist Julia Hartley Brewer also shared the video clip of Mr. Snow's remarks and wrote, this is unbelievably shocking from a national broadcaster. In response to the criticism Mr. Snow's remarks drew, Channel 4 said in a statement, this was an unscripted observation at the very end of a long week of fast-moving Brexit developments. John has covered a major event such as this over a long career, and this was a spontaneous comment reflecting his observation that in a London demonstration of that size, ethnic minorities seem to be significantly underrepresented. We regret any offence caused by his comment. A spokesperson for the Regulator Ofcom said they would have to wait until Monday to say how many complaints, if any, have been registered regarding the incident. You will assess any complaints we do receive before deciding whether or not to investigate, the spokesperson said. Mr Snow's comments came on a day of protests outside Parliament and Downing Street on the day Britain was due to leave the EU. Five people were arrested during the demonstrations, including two for assault, one for assaulting a police officer and one for drunken, disorderly behaviour according to the Met Police At least two MPs were abused by pro-Brexit supporters in the streets outside Parliament. Labour's Lisa Nandy said she was accosted by people shouting, fucking traitor, while the SNP's Joanna Cherry said she was told to go back to my own country. it's no surprise that Jon Snow would notice a lot of white people at a Brexit rally because white people, the overwhelming majority, voted for Brexit because they want an end to free movement migration within the European Union. So predominantly white people would be at a Brexit rally, therefore. I've talked about Brexit in episodes 13, 18, 46, 48, 54, part 1, and a special episode I did after the European elections this year, called European Elections 2019, Can You Hear Us Now? If we lived in a society based on facts and logic, it wouldn't be a surprise for someone to say what Jon Snow said, because Britain is being massively transformed due to migration, and that's the idea, as I talk about in more detail in episode 21. I talk about migration in more detail in episodes 23 and 40. If we lived in a society based on facts and logic, Channel 4 would not apologise, nor would they be expected to apologise because it's an objective fact. Why apologise when stating an objective fact? Or why apologise on behalf of someone else who stated an objective fact? George Orwell said in 1984 that if freedom means anything at all, it means the right to say that 2 plus 2 equals 4. The whole idea of the post-fact society we are now increasingly living in is to get people to believe that 2 plus 2 equals 5 just because it's politically expedient or it's politically correct or because they don't want to face the consequences of saying 2 and 2 equals 4 symbolically. While we still have the freedom to say 2 and 2 equals 4, in other words, the freedom to state objective fact, we still live in a society based on what is as opposed to what political expediency and political correctness and activists and lobbyists say is and so decisions are made in society on that basis the basis of what is when we no longer have that freedom and it's disappearing by the day and it will disappear entirely unless people exercise their right to state facts and opinion whatever it is but when we no longer have the freedom to say that two plus two equals four then anything goes it's a free-for-all because people can make up society and how things are as they go along so nothing's grounded in reality anymore and that's where we're going increasingly pc madness has reached such a point that simply stating an objective fact is claimed to be racist or bigoted except when it's about white people we're seeing the white male being attacked increasingly because it's all part of destroying European culture en route to the no culture, monoculture world sought by the elite's agenda. The elite, the less than 1%, the 1%, I call them the less than 1%, the deep, deep, deep state, whatever you want to call them. Part of that agenda is destroying European sovereignty, and this is where the European Union comes in as well as removing resistance to a foreign governing body through the constant erosion of culture as a result of migration. This is planned to culminate in no European culture. In North America, south american migrants are being exploited to this same end i'm talking about and have no doubt this is the reason for so much mexican and south american influence in north american music artists music now even to the point of parts of songs or whole songs being sung in mexican and why north american music artists play tour so often in south america it's all about getting north americans more familiar with another culture and South Americans more familiar with North American culture, getting the population familiar with the concept of another culture. The idea in the end is to have no culture anywhere in the world, except for a one world religion. I've talked in episode 46 about how Christianity and the old Babylonian religion deities are not what they seem when you look at their story and symbolism. I talk about how they both relate to Saturn, and if you listen to that part of episode 46, just bear in mind the one I'm talking about Saturn, that Saturnism is Satanism. The colours associated with Saturn are black and red, as with Satanism. Saturn is a planet of death, and Satanism is focused on death. When you look at the both of them, there's clear correlations. The network which controls elite Zionism, which I talk about in episode 10, and claims to stand up for Jewish people while hiding within that community and hiding behind. The Jewish community as a cover when they hate Jewish people just as much as the rest of humanity. They're part of the elite web or network of control and manipulation and they follow a belief, which I'm going to go into more detail about in the next couple of months or so, because it's massively relevant to world affairs, current events and historical events. I said about a month ago I would reveal this network that controls the military and therefore in Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley is owned by the military intelligence networks in America like the CIA and the NSA as I've explained before in episode 19, and I'm going to be going into far more detail about that very soon. This is the network driving the technological revolution, with the revolution in inverted commas, we see so prominently in society today. This is the network behind so much in society in different areas, as I'll be explaining in more detail soon. So this is a story about Brexit, but there's all these connections when you go deeper into it, and that's the whole point of pay-per-view. The idea is to replace European and other cultures by first of all fusing cultures and through that fusion, multiculturalism as it's called, you end up with none of the original culture because it's been mixed and infused with other cultures to the extent that it basically doesn't exist anymore. This is exactly the same process happening now with all the transgender, fluid gender propaganda. The idea is to first of all confuse kids and young people about their gender who were not confused before and never would have been and then to infuse the concept of other genders into society to achieve the fusion of other genders with heterosexuality and eventually bring about the end of heterosexuality it's exactly the same process because the change is so vast whether it's culture or gender that this end of the original culture or the original idea of gender cannot be achieved in one big leap So, this process has to happen in between the original situation and the change being achieved, the change sought by the elite's agenda. I've talked about why this is desired by the elite in episodes 26 and 52. I'm not saying this deletion of culture is going to happen tomorrow, but the kids and young people around today are growing up in this multicultural world, and it's not about being welcoming to other cultures, it's not about helping migrants. The network behind all this doesn't give a damn about different cultures or migrants. It hates them all. hates all of humanity equally. It's just a means to an end to delete all culture en route to no culture. And the idea in the end, and this might sound out there, but it's happening. And migration is the early stages of it. The idea in the end is to impose this monoculture and religion of the same network I mentioned just now. Who are all about Satanism and death. That's what they want to replace the present cultures with, and I've seen it suggested that this includes a plan, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but anything's possible to eventually show all the current religions to be the hoaxes they really are, and to reveal their strong basis in the old Babylonian religion and the connections between them and Satanism. This is planned, it's said to include. This is planned, it's said, to include holographic projections in the sky of various deities, revealing the truth and the manifestation as a projection of the one true God, with true in in inverted commas, Lucifer, Satanism, the belief of this network. People will also apparently hear voices in their head of various deities. Again, I'm not saying this will happen, but technologically it's more than possible, and this elite will do anything to achieve their ends when you look at what is called extreme islam wahhabism which is a british empire created and controlled religion impersonating islam and revisionist zionism the elite form of zionism as opposed to regular run-of-the-mill zionism they both believe in death sacrifice and doing whatever it takes to achieve their end which are all hallmarks of satanism people say them the muslims they're muslims Want to take over the world and impose Sharia law. Well, certain ones might. But overall, what you're looking at is not Islamic extremists seeking to impose their religion. As much as what's known as Wahhabism. And this network working through these religions. Which is contempt for the followers of these religions. Every bit as much as the rest of humanity. And they want to impose their belief in religion. And way of life on the world. Satanism and in the next couple of months or so i'm going to be explaining how wahhabism and elite zionism are connected and it goes quite a way back into history as well wahhabism is the belief of the saudi royal family and it might seem a shocking statement to say that the saudi royal family and elite zionism are linked but they are the european union is an exercise in culture infusion and deletion and centralized dictatorial imposition and the sooner Britain leaves the EU the better, if Britain leaves the EU that is, with these farce of the Brexit negotiations up to this point the sooner both the indigenous populations of countries facing migration realise they're both pause in the same game designed to bring about the end of both sets of culture and all culture, then the sooner we can reach a point of sanity and balance in the situation, rather than seeing it as the native population against the migrants. It's not It's those you want to exploit both to achieve this agenda and that's this network I'm talking about and we'll be revealing much more about very soon. Instead of seeing the situation as native population and migrants, we need to look at the controlling network pulling the strings of both and their agenda and then we can have some balance in the debate and on the issue of migration and different cultures coming into other countries. final subject of episode 57 is fallen craft this is an interesting one this is in the express that is not ours u.s military baffled as mysterious red ufo flies close to secret base the mysterious falling object spotted close to a secretive u.s army base has left u.s air force officials scrambling for an answer Shocking footage taken this week showed a mysterious object plunging towards the ground with a trail of smoke behind it. The video clip also shows what looks like a light guiding its way through the sky. When locals in Anchorage, Alaska suspected the involvement of the local US military base, the Air Force stepped in to deny these claims. Spokeswoman Erin Eaton of the nearby Joint Base Elmendorf Richardson said the sighting was not linked to any test or experiment at the base. The base operates the latest stealth fighter jets and command planes. She said that doesn't look like any of our planes. Officials from the Federal Aviation Administration confirmed that the object in the video was not an aircraft. The FAA added that it hadn't received any reports of aviation issues at the time. Despite repeated denials of military involvement, Peter Davidson, director of the Washington-based National UFA Reporting Center, said that the video showed a high-altitude jet airliner with a contrail behind it. He said, It is in level flight, but because it is flying away from the camera, it appears to be falling. It is not, but Parallax makes it look that way. Adonis Bao, the 18-year-old who shot the video, rejected this explanation. He said, Me and my mum were just coming into the parking lot of our house, and that's when I noticed that something was falling from the sky. I thought it was a meteor or something coming into the atmosphere. I actually never saw something like this before. Another witness, BB Kang, Not BB King. (laughs) BB Kang added, it didn't look like an airplane or one of those jets. It was big, super slow and red. I really just thought it might be an asteroid. Well, I want to just say that trying to find the truth from the fake in the UFO community, which I don't involve myself with at all, but I'm aware that trying to find the truth from the fake within that is like trying to find a needle in a haystack because there's so much exaggeration and I'm sure deception and also people thinking they've seen UFOs when it's Earth technology. A UFO just means an flying object. There's plenty of those on Earth that if they were flying, most people wouldn't know what they were. So in that context, they would appear to be a UFO, but they're actually Earthcraft. We're moving closer to the point of alien disclosure. Now, this is not, of course, to say that next week is going to be announced on the news that the universe is teeming with life. Of course not, but it is being taken more seriously in the media and from insiders. The Tucker Carlson show on CNN, one of the very few American mainstream journalists left that is a proper journalist, a proper news presenter, Tucker Carlson. It's being taken seriously on that show, increasingly. The question is why? Why, after denying that other life exists for decades, would it suddenly start to be taken more seriously? It's interesting when you look at our universe that according to mainstream science of the mass and matter in the universe, the electromagnetic spectrum, in other words, the light spectrum, that's what light is, electromagnetic radiation, that spectrum is estimated to be around 0.005%, some say a bit more, but not much, of what they say exists in the universe. Visible light, in other words, that part of the electromagnetic spectrum we can see and our senses can detect and receive information from is a tiny fraction of the 0.005 percent in other words we can only see a fraction of a fraction of existence so what on earth or what in the universe or beyond it goes on beyond that narrow perceptual band of existence also every second again according to mainstream science we're receiving around 10, 11 million impressions of reality encoded in photons of light, the smallest unit of light within the visible light band of perception I just mentioned. And from that 10, 11 million, the brain takes around 40 to construct our visual reality. So there's just a bit that we're not seeing of what actually exists like everything else. One of the reasons we're not told these simple facts about our reality and so much more is because one of the most important foundation aspects of control on a mass scale is to manipulate people's perception of the possible so that what you're actually doing and need to keep from people to achieve your manipulation and your agenda, people will dismiss as impossible because they're denied the information which shows how it can be possible. There's so much about our reality we're not told. I've seen it suggested that there is an agenda to stage a fake alien invasion at some point to justify the elite's agenda of a world government and world army officially to come together and meet the threat of an alien invasion when in truth it's just an excuse to install in society what the elite have planned all along. It's known as Project Bluebeam and I'm not saying this is going to happen but it would be the perfect way to bring the international community together. To justify world control under the guise of protection from some global threat. And that's where, again, being streetwise to the agenda helps to discern real from manipulated. And that's what pay-per-view is all about. The important point to emphasise with this is it's not about whether people individually believe in alien life or other life. It's just to be aware if there is an alien invasion claimed just to be streetwise to why it's the why that's important why is it happening why are we being asked to believe this and understanding what's planned to be justified on the back of it and that's where knowing the agenda helps and that's what pay-per-view is all about so that's it for this week that's the news that's the context and connections that's pay-per-view more to come next week until then goodbye